Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you happen to be in the world. Welcome to the PlayStation Network Party Podcast. My name is Ash, and we are here with episode 21, I believe it is. Um, no BMG hosting today. Um, he's unfortunately disposed elsewhere right now. So you are lumbered with my good self, Ash, Acam Ghostbuster. The GM of the XPN Network, as BMG would like to say. I am joined, as always, by the American Grand Theft Auto 4 playing hater of Xbox at the moment, Sentinel. <laughs> How's it going, good sir? How's it going? And do you want to introduce our guest? Because you probably know more than I do. Sure. Um, he is a gamer first. Plays both platforms, but he's not afraid to criticize one if they do make mistakes. Donnie, <laughs> also known as Donnie Z, tweets on Twitter. Welcome to our show. Thank you very much. How are you both? Good, thank you. Yeah, not too bad at all. Good, sir. It's uh, days. It's Wednesday. It's hump day, isn't it? It's the worst worst day of the week at the moment. Like, oh, I yeah. Thought, I thought yesterday. I thought it was Wednesday yesterday. I was like, ah, I've only got a couple of days left at work. No, it was Tuesday. So. Just dragging out, dragging out, but here we are with the first of back-to-back podcasts day after day. Oh, who scheduled <laughs> that? <laughs> right. <laughs> no rest for the wicked, huh? That's it, that's it. But, hey, we've got lots of PlayStation stuff to talk about. BMG has left us a nice pile of topics. Um, before we jump into them, but um, I'll quickly go over some of them quickly. We've got um, Sony predicting it's going to be one of its biggest years for PlayStation, uh, with Marvel Spider-Man 2 playing a big part of that. There's rumours that could be one of the only big AAAs for PlayStation this year. There's um, Jedi Survivor coming out with a few issues. PSVR 2 getting um, released into local retailers and not just through um, PlayStation Direct. And also, like I say, this is breaking, like I think came out today, um, there's more news and confirmations apparently on PS5 Pros, um, so we'll talk about that in a bit. But before we do, what you've been playing this week, Sentinel, other than Grand Theft Auto 4? <laughs> um, surprisingly, I've actually been playing a lot, you know. Um, I have been playing Dead Island 2, it's amazing. Um, I have been playing through Redfall. It is pretty rough. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about a lot of those thoughts because it's an Xbox game. I think um, probably on Xbox, on the Xbox Party Podcast tomorrow. Um, I'll dive more into those. But just briefly speaking, um, Redfall 2, it's like it's rough and it was obvious it needed more work. Um, and, of course, that highlights an issue that people have with a lot of um, Xbox games is they generally feel rougher than PlayStation games, but it's because PlayStation and Xbox handle their things differently. Um, I've also, you know, I finished up with Mafia. Um, I've been playing some Grand Theft Auto 4, and, um, you know, just, um, I've, I've been trying to spend as much time with my PlayStation 5 just because um, it is such a great console. I do play Tropico 6 a lot on there. Um, the controls, obviously, coming from an Xbox, uh, you know, being an Xbox gamer, uh, primarily, um, it takes a little getting used to, but, you know, because of how much I go back and forth, 
um, playing both consoles. Now it's actually pretty easy. So um, I'm actually going to download uh, Sniper Elite 5 today. I'm just going to turn off the haptic feedback for the triggers because that was an issue for me. And I might live stream it, but I'm not sure yet. So that's pretty much what I've been doing this this week as far as gaming goes. Nice, nice. What about you, Tony? Um, I've had the pleasure of, I say that loosely, Jedi Survivor, um, which to be fair, you know, I, I have been really, really enjoying, but I am struggling with it. I'm doing the review for it and it's on PS5 and it's ugly. It's not performing well. It's a tough, but the thing is, is that I am enjoying it. It is a fantastic game. The combat's so good again, and it's hard as fucking balls still, but it's really rough. And, you know, a, a one gig patch came out, which, yeah, listen, it fixed a little bit, but it's not fixed enough. Um, and again, it begs the question again about, you know, AAA games releasing in this state. You know, it's 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 frustrating. Yeah. Oh no, it's it seems to be a more common occurrence. It's even starting to sort of bust into PC as well. Have you noticed a lot of PC games launching terribly um, compared to how they used to? Yeah, PC seems to be getting it worse. You know, I mean, Jedi Survivor is a great example. The PC version is even worse than console, which is saying something. You know, in the in the in the less the less said about the Last of Us port, the better. So yeah, I mean, I think PC guys, you know, like they, they, these guys have, have sat on a pedestal for years. That's a joke. Um, but it's it's now they you know they're the ones that are getting the rough end of it, and it's and. I, I I'm not a PC gamer. I won't pretend to kind of understand the ins and outs, but. Um, yeah, Jedi, particularly on that, is really, really bad. I thought console was bad, but phew, PC's rough. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel, I feel uh, a bit sort of relieved that uh, all the PC master races are suffering a little bit. Though it's quite nice to see after all those years, years of, of torment. Yes, it, I know. Yeah. Got a PC? I've got a PC. Yeah, I just prefer yeah. to sit on my sofa. Couch potatoing out with a pad, comfy instead of hunched over, slapping on some keys, getting bloody wrist ache, and having to wear one of those little wrist braces and stuff like that, like a saddo. It's just like is, is that is that because of gaming or something else? Are we getting into well? Who, who knows with uh, PC gamers? They do a bit of everything, yeah. don't they? Wasn't so. sure where we were going there. Yeah. <laughs> Family show. <laughs> uh, well, you should see the rest of them. <laughs> <They're not laughs> They, they normally devolve into much worse. Um, yeah, the the Thursday show I think from last uh, week, XPN USA, it got pretty bad, so bad that it got like banned or something. I don't remember. It wasn't my fault. It's one of our guests had a potty mouth, so it, it wasn't, wasn't my fault. It, it, it was it was limited <laughs> monetization on it. Because there you go. That's that's the YouTube terrible. term. Yep, yep. It wasn't my fault. Steel clubbing at the beginning of the episode, obviously. Yeah, I've gotten in trouble before with language I use, so I, I try to keep it toned down. But you know, our guest um, from XPN USA, he's a firecracker, so uh, you know he was he was using a lot of colorful language. <laughs> he's a good guy, though. He's a good guy. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to think what I've been playing this week. You know, um, wait, 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 hold on. Ash plays like sixty games a week, so for him to have to narrow it down is going to be difficult. No, no, I, I've not played much <laughs> this week. I can't, I'm trying to remember what. I, do you know what? I, I've I've hit like a bit of a wall this last couple of weeks. I've just not wanted to play as much, and I've really wanted yeah. to just like watch TV shows and movies and stuff, and just have a bit of a break. So 
Um, I jumped onto Jack and Daxter, the the, the original, you know, because it's on uh, PS plus plus plus. Okay, plastics, right. um, and thought I'd have a play on that. The camera on that is awful. Like the yeah. controls for the camera are awful. Um, but it was a it was a nice little trip. I'll probably go back to it again soon. I've been playing a bit of Bully on Xbox, obviously through backwards compatibility. Nice. This canim nice. edit was it in in England originally till they, they gave it the American name. Yeah. Um, that's not bad. It's, it feels old though. You can tell it's an old game. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's clunky, but in, like I said, I haven't played it in a long time. Um, and I was playing that eBaseball Power Pros from Konami, I think it is, which is like a. It's one of their like Japanese baseball games that are massive. They've ported it over to like for America and like European audiences and stuff like that. It's only like seventy nine p on PlayStation uh, nice. and Switch. It's like uh, they look like little like Funko bobbleheads. The characters, but the gameplay is pretty solid. But it's it's a stripped down sort of game. It's very much an online playing in championships and sort of rankings against other people over playing offline um, bar like single matches. So I'm not a big baseball fan. I'm from the UK, so to me it's just an expensive game around us. But <laughs> it was fun to play. It was fun to play. And then I've been playing a bit more of that Sackboy, a big adventure that's on that was on PS uh, Plus, um, like the three games. I'm quite enjoying that. I'm about I've probably I've just finished the first boss in the first world. So I'm on to the second world now. It's it's fun that. The only thing I don't like is the pad shouting at you as you're playing all the time. Like Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. You, you yeah, it's Sackboy. It's like, and I'm like, what's going on? I'm just sat here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Sackboy was really good, but I remember it hitting a really massive difficulty spike sort of towards the end. It's like, holy shit, I need, I need like my 10-year-old reflexes back here. My old ass ain't doing this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not that far, so at the moment I'm just sort of like strolling through it. I'm, obviously, there's a couple of levels I've got to go back and replay to find out. There's like secret collectibles, these like orbs you can get in each level, so I want to go back yeah. and get them, but they only unlock costumes and they keep giving out tons and tons of DLC. Like literally, since I last played, there was two more costumes released for free. So I keep downloading them because I'm like, I'm a sucker. Little Big Planet on the PS3. I bought like so many DLC packs to have all the stupid, the the uh, Marvel costumes, the Muppet costumes, everything costumes. Like an <laughs> idiot because I was like, oh, I need to have all these cool Sackboy costumes. And it, luckily on this game, it's free, but. Yeah, quite like it. It's a fun little platformer, and it's nice. multiplayer, I believe, as well. Not I've not played it multiplayer, but um, apparently you can play it co-op as well, which is quite cool. So yeah, it's it's decent co-op, but the, the problem is, is that if if there's a big skill gulf, one of them then kind of drags it, but it can get a little bit awkward at times. So don't play with little kids who don't know how to play games. Is what you're yeah, saying. unless you put it right there. Like, I'm assuming obviously there's a really, really story difficulty. Maybe stick it on that, I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's not that easy playing co-op. Right. Oh, well, I'm glad I haven't. But single player, I've quite enjoyed it. And other than that, it's just been odd little games I've been picking up and playing here and there. I haven't played a lot of it. Like, if, if, it's, if I played it for a review, you'll see the review videos up. I don't want to sort of... Um, go into it too much. I've got one I've, I have been playing that I was on Embargo till today, which is that Ravenlock, which comes to Game Pass tomorrow, I believe. Um, oh, yeah. I'm not going about it too much here because it a, it's a Game Pass sort of exclusive, I believe. It might, I don't know if it's coming to PlayStation but as well, but it, it's a fun little game. Um, 
sort of like a, a, a different take on like Alice in Wonderland as such. But yeah, quite nice. Looks beautiful. Like the graphics are like the art style is fantastic. It's a really nice looking indie game. But um, I've seen hit and miss reviews coming out today. Mine will not come out until tomorrow. I don't think I'll not have time to finish it till then. But I've seen a lot of hit and miss reviews. Some giving it nines out of ten, and some giving it like fives out of ten. So one of those Marmite games. Um, yeah, it's same with like a sixty four or sixty five, I think at the moment. Yeah, um, something like that. Yeah, but yeah. Like I said, I, I would definitely recommend it if you've got Game Pass, giving it a try, or if it does come to any other services, try it there. But yeah, another than that, I, I tried Redfall as well, but I, I, I had an all right experience with Redfall. I quite enjoyed it, so I'll, I'll, I'll have fun sort of uh, arguing with you tomorrow on that Sentinel. <laughs> Definitely, you know, and it's like we go back and forth about a lot of these issues, um, you know. Oh yeah, but it, it's it's, it's all good. Not issues. I'm not saying it's perfect and it's like a yeah. nine out of ten game, but it's nowhere near like a two out of ten and a four out of ten. Like it's and yeah. it's definitely a game you need to play with friends. It, it it's like playing Sea of Thieves solo. It's such a yeah. bad experience. You play it with friends and it's different. It to me, it felt like an open world Left for Dead, and Left yeah. for Dead sucked on your own. Left for Dead is only fun when you like a group of your. Well, so, and some of these games are built like that just because they're like, oh, look, you can play with friends, you can play with friends, yeah. and it's like, it's like not every experience needs to be four-player co-op. It's like, there, it's great that you have that type of stuff, and I appreciate that, but not every game needs to have that in it. Yeah, oh, no, I 100% agree with you there, but so far, I've not played a lot of it because I, I was playing it, and I was like, I'd enjoy this more with a group or someone else, so I'll... Um... I'll wait and see till I get a game. Like I said, me and Fabio are about playing it tomorrow uh, after the show, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll possibly play a bit more then. But I thought it looked alright. It didn't. It, well, it's not mind blowing, but it's it, it's an art style. It's got its own style of things. So yeah, um, yeah. But then that that's about it. So we'll start jumping into some topics. There isn't a huge amount today, um, so I'll just get them up in front. Apologies for this uh, super sort of last minute, but um, we only found out a little bit ago that it'd be me hosting. So Yeah, normally it's BMG that hosts, and he has a poem to Jim Ryan and all kinds of other crazy stuff going on. So he's usually running it like a champ, but unfortunately he had you know real world issues so and i and i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't bring myself to do a poem and sing and uh, yeah not about playstation and jim ryan <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you haven't seen it check out the uh check out on the xbn channel the uh the poem to jim ryan that bmg yeah, read I is it short we it's getting hundreds of views when it went up though it was funny <laughs> <laughs> but it was a short we lost about three subs that day <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I guess not everybody was Getting a fan of it. Now, though, so big thank you to everyone. Um, nice. So, um, yeah, before we get into like the, the full-on gaming news, um, I just want to shout out to the... Um, there's a Outright Games, as you know, our channel is our ambassador. I, myself is an ambassador to uh, Outright Games. They do a ton of sort of licensed kids' games and stuff like that. They um, are currently they've partnered with UNICEF, um, and they're doing throughout the year from now till the end of the year. They're doing a variety of special like discounted bundles of their games. Um, 
and all of the sort of profits from these, like all the money from them, is going to UNICEF, and they're aiming to raise over two hundred thousand pounds this year for it. So the first bundle is a Hasbro Kids bundle. It's available on PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch, and it includes uh, Transformers Battlegrounds, My Friend Peppa Pig, and PJ Masks Heroes of the Night. Now, to buy all those games separately, they're normally about 20 to sort of £35 each, so you're getting a very good deal there. And it's a great bundle for charity, so it's only available until May the 12th. Um, there will be other bundles with different games in at a later date. But this one is available right now, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, on online only, digital only. And yeah, check out their website as well for more details. But I, I like to promote all of the sort of... Um, Charitable things were like involved in, like say, um, one of the one of the things we're doing with them is this uh, as like to promote it for them. So yeah, looking forward to it, and I look forward to sort of seeing what else they do later in the year. Now, um, first PlayStation topic. We'll start off with a negative one. I was saving this for BMG, but he's not here, so we'll get it out of way. Um, there's been some articles online basically saying the new sort of like $70 price point may be negatively impacting PS5 game unit sales. Um, so reports are indicating that PlayStation users are buying less games and Sony's data suggests that higher costs are a reason why unit sales have dropped. Now, obviously, this isn't a super negative thing overall because they have just had an amazing month, which we'll talk about shortly and stuff like that. But um, it, it, it is sort of the opposite. So they've had a great sort of like an amazing sort of run of months of selling units, hardware, but the software isn't selling as much. Now, what do you guys think of that? Because like, it kind of makes sense. Like You, you put the price up on games. Uh, games are going to sell less because people haven't got as much money, especially in this sort of tough time. Well, for me, I, I I disagree with the negativity on this because I feel as though people have got short memories in that three years ago with a thing called COVID and we had a thing called lockdown. And in that lockdown, we saw a dramatic spike in game sales across the board. PlayStation's game sales in the lockdown year went from around 260 million to 339. You saw a 60 million spike. Now, that spike has to come down. That's the way sales work. Unnatural spikes have to drift back down and flatten off. And for me, that is what we're seeing. We're seeing that reduction from that massive spike. It, you know, you'll, you'll never continue to grow at that rate. It's just not how it works. But I think for me, the thing as well is if you look at the, the, the figures that Sony released last week, the key thing for PlayStation is, is that the first party sales, the actual first party unit numbers were exactly the same. There was yeah. a 400,000 difference. So essentially, PlayStation are selling as many of the important titles which are first party, because if they're digital, which 70% of sales are, that's 100% profit. The yeah. reduction this year was 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 third party, pure and simple. So you've got to ask yourself, well, how many third party games came out? Is it like for like year on year? There's many, many factors in why third party sales reduce. But ultimately for me, is it still coming down from that peak from lockdown and where it is sitting is kind of where it probably should be. 
The interesting yeah, question will be is oh, it's, sorry, slightly, yeah. it's a slightly higher than what it was in 2019 now. Just yeah. slightly higher, isn't it? If I remember yeah. if I, when I looked at it this morning, it was anyway. It's certainly much in such anyway. It, it's back to not pre-COVID levels. The big question is, is it where is it going to be in 12 months' time? Because in 12 months' time, you're going to have another 25 million PlayStation 5s. And yeah, a lot of those will be PS4 owners you know, making the upgrade. So you're not going to see an increase in game sales, you wouldn't think. But throwing in the fact you've then got PS5 owners getting access to a very good PlayStation Plus system has got enough games on there for new owners to last them fucking 18 months if they need to. So it's very, it's a very, very difficult one. But I, for me, people have been really harsh on the unit sales. 12 months time could be a different conversation. Oh yeah, agreed, agreed. And like I say as well, um, as long as it doesn't sort of slump, 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 you, everyone does forget that there was a massive COVID spike. It happened everywhere. It happened in subscription services for TV as well, like Netflix and everyone. Like Netflix reported its first losses, didn't it? Like of subscribers, but that's because everyone yep. went back to work. Um, yep. And looking at it, like I say, money-wise, they, they're not really losing out. So even if they were selling less, like, this, they're not hurting the bottom dollar, really, are they, in the end? Yeah, well, so. if every single financial marker this year went up. So hardware, um, actual software sales, network sales, everything as a, as a dollar or yen rate all went up. So, yeah, from, from you know, if you're if you're Jim Ryan's accountant, you're pretty fucking happy right now because a nice bonus coming at the end of the year, aren't you? You know, so he's, uh, he's pretty happy. Um, and like I said, if your first party sales are exactly the same, literally 400000 out with that extra $10, yeah, yeah, you're happy. You're more than happy. Yeah. The, the only thing I thought was slightly concerning, and it's not even slightly concerning, like it's just the only thing that stands out when you look at all those figures they released was the network services stuff because that hasn't risen very much to say there's been a huge amount more console sold. Now, obviously, a lot of people probably just upgraded their PS4s to PS5s. I'm assuming a good chunk of them are that. But PlayStation Plus is sort of, it seems to have hit like a, a slight barrier around the 48, 47 sort of million yeah. subscribers. It's been at that for ages, and they yeah. don't seem to be going any higher. So it's, it's like, even when they released the new PS Plus models, it didn't seem to have a massive jump um, in sort of the amount you would expect. I, well, I would have expected it to have a, a bigger effect. Um, but it's not going to cause hav havoc. It's not the doom and gloom. It's not going to end PlayStation or anything like that. It's just um, it's interesting to see how the, those numbers have sort of peaked. And I think that's the problem with console gaming in general. The, the whole market isn't growing whether people want to admit it or not, console gaming has stagnated in sort of size. It it never grows. It's like it sort of stays the same every year. Like maybe some people stop playing because they're getting too old or some other reason, but then a couple of new people come in and it just sort of, it's like an endless loop. It never seems to grow, which is odd <laughs> when you think about it. Well, I mean, certainly in the UK, you know, it's, it's grown from you know a sort of three billion pound industry ten years ago to six billion. Um, so it's so that, I mean, there is obviously growth somewhere, um, and gamers are getting older. So you know, presumably people are playing into their older age. But we're kind of in that bubble at the moment where 
in theory, you were kind of coming to the end of the console generation in the next decade as we know it. And then you're then going to have this this switch on to, onto cloud gaming. And it's, that's where obviously things could be very, very different. And you're then going to potentially attract a whole new raft of people, particularly people who, if you look at mobile, you know, mobile gamers, for example, far dwarf console, um, you know, you, you start getting massive games on a, on a handheld and suddenly... It could change. It could change everything. We just don't know. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, agreed. What do you think, Sentinel? You know, I think the entire there's just there's so much there's so many different factors involved. Um, you know, we had the COVID lockdowns. Um, you had everybody basically trying to upgrade as fast as they could because some of these games were touted as, um, you know, they're touted as next-gen, but they're not really. You look at Godfall, now it's P- now it's on PS4. Um, it's just, it, it's hard because this generation is kind of different than any other generation we've ever seen um, because we haven't really had shortages, you know, in the past to adversely affect, you know, we haven't had to worry about... Um, like scalpers you know people getting their consoles through scalpers you know and i mean you could say that you could say that ps5s will sell more than they ever have before but um you know donnie's right about this possibly being the last console generation you know you look at uh smart tvs that are now able to stream video games through them why buy why buy a ps5 or, or, or a ps6 excuse me or an xbox series z or whatever the hell they call it if you can stream all of that through your TV, that's going to come from the factory equipped to play that stuff. Yeah, you know. I, I'm still fingers crossed, hoping we eventually get modular consoles where you can just pull out. St- they're, they're like like PCs. You upgrade them every couple like five years or six years or something. Yeah, or well, I think that's PCs. I mean, it's so you still got your box, but at the back it, you can literally just pull some out and put some in, and it'll upgrade it. So it's like a layman's pc basically it's exactly like what consoles are but you yeah. start to add that sort of so like when you got the uh the n64 pop the pack for the n64 the memory yeah. pack the expansion like uh the expansion car or whatever it's called the expansion yeah, drive the, the, the thing you stuck in so you could play like um, perfect dark yeah perfect dark and everything better yeah. that I, i'd love to see something like that come to console so i don't have to buy a new box yeah i, I don't have to convert and transfer i mean luckily the cloud and everything's here which is means everything's super quick and easy to transfer over and stuff like that well you know and some something we're seeing with this generation is um it's having tremendous growing pains um when i say that i mean um you you have on the box on both the ps5 and the series x you know they're saying oh 4k at 120 or 8k at this and it's like stop you guys it's like you guys are struggling to get games at 30 frames per second i'm not saying playstation is but like a lot of these third party companies are like oh like you look at gotham knights 30 frames per second it's like why are you worried about 4k if you can't even hit, hit 60 frames per second so a lot of these studios are really having growing pains with this new technology that's it's it's capable but they're not capable that's the problem you know um and it's just the whole situation is um it's compounded by a lot of these publishers not wanting to spend any more money than they have to they want to work these employees as much as they can but it's like you have to you have to provide more staff in order to 
you know, if there's more to the game, you're going to have to provide more people. That's just how it is. You know, you got more complex stuff, you're going to have to provide more people. You can't do, you know, 4K 60 frames per second with ray tracing with the same amount of staff in a five-year period for a game that you did seven or eight years ago with the same amount of staff doing 30 frames per second at 1080p or 4K upscaled. You just can't do it. So, yeah. you know, it's this growing pain that we're going through. Um, I'm afraid of where it's going because I don't want games as a service or live service games to become the norm and for standalone games that are good and ready to go at launch to be the rarity. I don't want that to be the case, but everything we've seen, I mean, that's the way it's leaning just because, and it's not that these developers can't rise to the occasion, but it's management's fault, number one. And number two, there's just not, not enough staff. These these publishers have to invest more money into hiring more people that are qualified so that they can help to lessen this, you know, and it's not just, again, it's not just Xbox that had to go through this. You look at uh, Forspoken. Yes, it's a third-party title, but I believe that if Square Enix would have invested in more staff, that Forspoken would have been in much better shape than it was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think in terms of live service, so, sorry, um, in terms of live service, I, I think you're right. But there is, I mean, there's definitely a future for both. You know, Herman Hall said that this week, there's a future for both. And we get that, you know, PlayStation is an example of about 12 live service games in the works. Um, so it's here to stay, whether whether we like it or not. And out of those yeah. 12, you know, we're going we're gonna to get, we're going to get a range of hopefully some excellent ones. We're going to get some middling ones and we're going to get some utter nonsense ones that no one touches, you know, and our Babylon's fall, you know. Um, it's, it, it's, it, it's, the thing is, it's, it's where the money is. It's where the player base is. And it's where the, the your, you know, everyone talks about MAUs, monthly average users these days. It's where your MAUs come from as well. You know, the more people play in every day and every month, keeps those figures up and it keeps the shareholders happy and that's that's the bottom line isn't it um but as long as we continue like you said to get both i'm happy with that and it looks as though again certainly from playstation's point of view they're investing in the right the right places the right developers the right their own studios and hopefully we don't have we don't see a detrimental effect on the single player games that we all love the reason we all own playstation is for those games so as long as we get both Fine, yeah, absolutely fine. No issue. Not every that. game can be a cracker, though. It's horrible to it say. It won't be. It won't be. Out, out of those twelve live service games, you'll be lucky if two of them are long lasting. Lucky if it's yeah. two. They're, they're, they're almost kind of going for a bit of a scattergun approach because twelve is a lot. No matter how you look at it, that is a lot of live service games. And yeah, again, Herman Hall said this week they're all ranging in size and they're all ranging in what they're about. They're not all first person shooters. Yeah, you know, I've said this, aren't they? yeah, 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 and I've said this, I've said this a hundred times, but I fully believe one of those games is Killzone. I would be shocked if one of those games is not Killzone. Why would you make twelve new IPs when you have a great IP sitting in the shadows that needs a reboot, and there's a perfect time to do it? You get Killzone out there, and every PlayStation fan goes, "Holy crap, I want a piece of that." Yeah, makes sense. I'm still hoping that we get like a, a a little bit planet live service game. That's to me like dreams. They let dreams die, but let let little big planet reborn from the ashes. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thing is, this live service game it had so much DLC. 
it would work yeah. as like a live service game in my opinion but um if you do it right but yeah there's, that's the thing. There's so many, like even you know, you know micro Xbox has got every company. Nintendo, we've all got a, a huge backlog of of deceased IP that it's not hard to bring back. You know, SOCOM could come back. Resistance could come back. There's there's potentially three of those twelve. I, I don't think SOCOM be one. I think that's an outside chance. I think Killzone is definitely more likely. But you know, there's yeah, there's there's plenty of opportunities there. Yeah, yeah. BMGs, BMGs now. in the chat Got saying Killzone's never been a great IP. Killzone was a great IP. You stand down. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's get out of the guest in here. Hang on a second. Let me get him on. Hey, thanks for having me. Can you hear me? Hello, how's it going, mate? Good. Good. How are we doing? Yeah, not bad. You haven't missed too much. We're just uh Talking about the live the live service games coming from uh, PlayStation at the moment. Yeah, there's a there's a lot coming for sure. It's gonna be good. Um, yeah, so for everyone um, who doesn't know, uh, Matthew Kelly is uh, the dev of Let's Pet Pets, which I've streamed a couple of times on the channel already. Um, if you haven't watched them, you can find them, like I say, on on the live stream section of our channel. It's a extremely fun sort of idle game where you hatch a load of eggs and build this like little town up and get more eggs and get loads and loads and loads of animals. And I've been renaming them all after people who are members of this um, channel and, and people who watch the channel. And yeah, oh, we, no. we, we had a good one. <laughs> Petting <laughs> Redwood for about an hour to get as many hearts from him as possible. Bless him. <laughs> right. Very nice. So, um, yeah, definitely check it out. <laughs> Thanks for the shout out. <laughs> no, no worries. Um, right, let's jump into another topic quickly. Um, what's BMG left for us? So, um, this is one I think you mentioned a bit back, Sentinel uh, Twisted Metal. It's had its first teaser trailer. Um, it's coming to Peacock this July. The teaser trailer came out the other day. It's coming out July 27th. And I thought it looked okay. I, I thought the um, right at the end where you see Samoa Joe as the um, the clown guy. I can never remember his name. But, yeah, he looked really cool. And, like, if they do it right, it could work. I'm not sure how... You translate it into a TV show as such. I'm, I'm assuming it'll be like, oh, we've got some sort of competition we all have to enter and stuff like that. So, um, what did you think, Sentinel Sinners? Like, I'm, I'm sure you said you were a fan of it. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was reading the comments. Um, you know, it's. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't believe uh, BMG and UK Dazarus are duking out in the comments. So I was just like, wow, to be fair, right? I, I, I hate <laughs> to say, I hate to 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 give BMG a win, but the Saturn isn't as better than a PlayStation. Yeah, the Saturn has like what twelve processors. I mean, it's like catches you know what, half the units probably catch on fire now. It's ridiculous. In the way that it's a good doorstop, like it's a much better doorstop <laughs> than a PlayStation console. Like, oh Jesus. You want you want to block the draft? You put your Sega Saturn there in front of the bottom of your door. So. Yeah, no, I, I'm sorry, I got distracted. Uh, blame BMG and UK Dazarus. Um 
What was the topic? What was, what was the topic so I can give a proper, you know? How dare you, sir? How I dare know, you? I know. When you're all playing <laughs> Harry Potter on Xbox all week, blaming it on your daughter. Yeah, you right. Say, I am not PlayStation. I've done so many PlayStation streams. At like three in the morning, he's playing it, you know, and it's yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Yep, yep. Okay, no. So, what was it? What was the? What was the topic? Before what, I get distracted by being twisted metal teaser trailer. Um, I mean, I'm. I think it looks top notch. You know, um, the the guy from uh, I don't remember the name of the actor. Uh, he played uh, Falcon in the you know Falcon in the Winter Ant- Soldier, Anthony right? Mackey. Anthony Mackey. Yeah. Yeah, him uh, having him attached is a win because I think that guy is a great actor. You know, I'm a big fan. I, of I agree. Yeah, I'm the same. And it's like he he has he's one of those guys coming up in uh, Hollywood that has solid acting chops, and I think he's going to do great. I also, you know what? I also think that PlayStation is going to shadow drop the Twisted Metal reboot. I, I swear it. I, I swear they're going to do it because look at because if we 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 argue about this all the time on PSN Party Podcast and of course Xbox Xbox Live Party Podcast about Jim Ryan about how he's a businessman, right? He's not a gamer like Phil. But if there's one thing Jim Ryan knows, it's how to make money. Now, Twisted Metal is a legacy franchise for PlayStation. A lot of people have been calling for it. Bring it back, bring it back, right? Jim Ryan hears this shit. Even though he may not understand why they want it back, he understands that they want it back. Just like how he had Naughty Dog remaster the PS5, or remaster The Last of Us for PS5, even though they had a PS4 uh, remaster. Or it's a remake, I guess, technically. And so, you know, Jim Ryan understands that people are going to buy this type of stuff. And everyone's been calling for Twisted Metal. They now have a Peacock series for Twisted Metal that has Hollywood actors in it. Like, not these not these direct-to-video actors. I'm talking quality actors in it. They're going to want to throw as much weight behind it as they can. And the perfect way to do that is a Twisted Metal complete reboot that's triple a that they've been keeping quiet this entire time because they wanted to be a surprise because hi-fi rush was not a triple a game but it shadow dropped it was great tons of people liked it imagine if a high quality triple a twisted metal reboot shadow drops on the same day that playstation does their showcase that would be crazy yeah, I think you're right, and I think it could potentially be a live service game. It's not just going to be yeah. a, a, a one and done. I, I think it's a game that if they do it right, it could actually last, not the test of time, obviously, yeah. but it could, it's not going to just be over in a flash. I, I think you have a point. Sony, and obviously, and PlayStation, but Sony's all about this this network of, of all this entertainment all working together. Yeah, And they get it, because the, 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 the links work and you release one you release a bit of parity next to each other and it all works it all makes money look at the last of us part one sales spike because of the shows yes like 300 percent. it's yeah it's and that's again most of that would be full retail digital downloads with 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 you know pure profit you know it's just they know it works and yeah i think you're right and that's why obviously you've got horizon live service game coming that horizon zero dawn remake 
the yeah. third game and the TV show, which no one asked for or wanted, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> BMG just fell out of his chair. <laughs> yeah. See, see, I, I'm not an anime fan, but see if it was anime, I think it'd be awesome. A bit like um, Cyberpunk. Um, I yeah. think it would work. I just don't feel that it's going to work in any kind of live format at all. Right. Unless, unless it's getting an astronomical budget. We're talking like HBO budget, then yeah, maybe. Without that, I just don't see how it works. It's too grand. It's too big. I think, you know what? And I think, um, what was that cyberpunk cartoon that was like uh, anime? Edge yeah, it was called Edge. Yeah, yeah. Edge Runners that brought so much interest back. I I completely agree that if they had something kind of like that for Horizon, rather than um, a live action television show or whatever, that it would be tremendously popular. You know, everything doesn't have to be live action. It can be anime like that, and you're exactly right. It's going to draw a lot of people in, and it's going to be a well received product. Yeah, yeah. Amazing, it was better than the the game was. Yeah. yeah, that's what a lot of people said. Yeah, I, I I bought the game. I got it on like super sale. I got it for like a tenner, and I'd never played it. And I had no interest in playing it. I just I bought it, and I was like, I want it in my collection because yeah, Keanu Reeves was in it. And then I watched Edge Runners. I was like, I need to play this. So yeah, I installed yeah, exactly. it. Yeah, Cyberpunk with the next-gen patch is tremendous. I picked it up for £5 on Facebook Marketplace. It's great, you know? And, uh, and it's a really good game. Now that it's fixed, I might add, don't don't touch that on PS4, please. No one do that. <laughs> right, right. I, I agree with him that Sony does have a monopoly on anime, but shh, no one cares, obviously. It's only anime. It's only those weebs that are complaining. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I I would say that was an issue if Xbox was trying to get into it, but they're not. They're not even messing with it. They're busy uh, making, you know, Xbox themed Oreos and hand warmers and uh, you know mud, mud flap mud flaps for your tires. And it's like, come on, Xbox, what the fuck are you doing? I'm and sorry. Right. And 135 <laughs> new controllers as well. There you go. At least at least PlayStation is tracking what people want. I mean, I love an Xbox pad, but we don't need six in a week. They've literally, they had the five Red Fall, and then they showed off, like, Sunrise Melon or something yesterday or the other day. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. Ford, and that's all they can do is make new controllers. That's right. it. I mean, they make a great, I, I, I love the, the Series X controller. I apologize, guys. I like it more than the DualSense. I think the DualSense has better features what? in some aspects. You're but wrong. in comfort, the Xbox pad is comfier for, for me. I'm taking away your hats because you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think I think you should take away his microphone for saying that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, don't make me go power mad. I'll start muting you all. It's fine. Oh, BMG's still sending us topics as I'm talking. So yeah, uh, yeah. Go. Uh, Ash is kind of like the Vince McMahon, you know of. XBN, so he'll be about like, the sexual harassment. Yeah, there you go. I'm just saying, there are some differences. I haven't got a little mustache either at the moment. Doesn't, doesn't the Xbox controller still use batteries? Like, what year is it? So, so, dude, wow. <laughs> bro. I just buy, I've, I've got like the Amazon like essential batteries, they come like every sort of like four months. I get like a pack and they last me to learn. Uh, does your yeah. laptop take batteries too, or no? No, no, thank God. I just, I my, my my PS5 controller just doesn't last. 
Like, you know what, though? You know what? About oh. laptop batteries, I actually did have to replace my son's laptop battery because it finally gave out. So, I mean, yeah, you know. Amazon Basics, though. Like, imagine. <laughs> you have to bust out, yeah. like, a pack of batteries. Amazon Basic, you oh. put it in, and it would last about five seconds and explode. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, I, I would... batteries on the way out at the moment. Like, I, if I unplug my battery and I do anything but, like, browse the internet, it runs out of battery in about 45 minutes. It's sad. Jesus. But it's about four years old now. Um, but if you, if you plug your laptop in a lot, like, I have it just plugged in when I'm using it, it yeah. just wrecks your battery. And I, I've got one of those, like, Razer laptops where you can't get the battery. The battery's not, like, separate. You can't, like unclip it like you used to be able to on old like other laptops where you could take the battery out and use it without the battery yeah um, oh god bmg stop spamming us in discord give us some good topics now i will talk about this one though um they have announced that spider-man remastered is finally getting a standalone release which is good it should have been a, a long time coming um and also, a free Spider-Man 2 prequel comic is coming um, as well in the US. So, for players who don't own the Miles Morales Ultimate Edition, which got you the um, remastered Spider-Man included, you can now buy it um, <laughs> for forty nine ninety nine, which is shocking for the prices for a bargain. But if you do own Spider-Man on PS4... You can upgrade it for five for ten dollars to the PS5 version. There you go. That's that's better. But then Stingy Jim Ryan went, "Well, if you got it with your PS Plus membership, you can't just give us ten pound for nothing. No, you have to go out and buy that game and then upgrade it as well." So, of course, of course. That's that's the Sony tax we all love. Yeah, dude. That's that's the way. I I honestly think though the reason they've done that is it might believe in it soon. And the service because there was rumors it was it was only for so long, so yeah. instead of having putting that ten dollar upgrade on and then you lose access to it because it leaves PlayStation Plus, they're just like now you've just got to buy it. I would hope that's the case, but I feel like maybe it's just no, we want you to buy this game in full price because they did it with Final Fantasy as well, didn't they? You got a free copy of Final Fantasy yeah. Seven and you couldn't upgrade it for the ten dollars you had to go and buy the full game. Which yeah, you is had to buy the full thing. I... It was Jesus. ridiculous. That's one thing I like about Xbox. Like with some of the like with Redfall and Forza and stuff, they do like a you can buy the the ultimate editions for the like extra cost, like the ten to twenty dollars, whatever it is in difference. And if it ever leaves Game Pass, you could then just buy the game, but you can play it straight away. I did it with Forza Horizon five and four, paid the extra just to get the like ultimate to get all the DLCs and everything, and then I get yeah. the game on sale like a year later when it's super cheap because like then I own it and I don't have to worry about it. So, <laughs> but oh, at I'm the same time, you out as well in calling out PlayStation in the chat. Look, <laughs> wow, Timber, you're gonna get banned from the PlayStation podcast. I'm just saying. Wow, <laughs> urging you for posting on me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Have any of you guys played the um, the remaster Spider-Man? I've got it. I got the Miles Morales Ultimate Edition for that because I, I thought that the extra cost it was worth it. But then I played Spider. I played um, Miles, and I haven't played the remaster yet. It's in sat installed, but it's one of those like I've already played it once. I'll get to the remaster when I get to it, basically. 
Yeah, you know, I re I re platinum that it was it was it was uh, it was tremendous on wow. on the PS5. I must say, it was so good. And Miles was great as well, to be fair. So I'm oh, super Miles, excited so for two. So good. That was my you know, first HDR game. It blew my mind. Like loved it. Nice. Now I feel ashamed because I platinumed the PS4 Spider-Man, but not PS5 version. Oh. Oh, shame on you. Shame. I know. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I I don't know. I might go back and play it. Who knows? I might play it before when they announce like Spider Man Two's release date. I might yeah. flip through it again and sort of start to finish. Maybe not do all the side quests and stuff, but just play the story again to sort of catch up. And you yeah. say you will, right? But between now and September, the amount of games coming oh, out, yeah. it's just it's like no. I know you you've got the intention to, but none of us will. No, no. I, like you, you should see my backlog at the moment, like. My actual like owned backlog is in the hundreds, and then I've got, I think I'm on, I've got about twenty two. I'm, I'm playing or streaming for um, reviews or for streaming and stuff that they keep sending me. So my backlog just never ends. I finally got it right down. Then I checked my emails and I had like eighteen codes sent. I was like, oh my god, it's never stopping. So, um, oh poor you, have too many games to play. That sucks. I know, right? I'm at that stage in life though where I have all I can I can afford to buy whatever game I want. I just don't have the time to play any of them. So now I'm just sort of like I've I've been a bit more picky and choosing recently. I like say the only games I've really bought recently are like Evercade cartridges because I like to own them physically. Um, but everything else now it's unless it's something I'm desperate to play, like I really want to play like I got Hogwarts Day One because I, I love the franchise. I was like, I really want to play that. Um, I, I might pick up Gollum Day One because I'm a big Lord of Rings fan, but it just doesn't look good. But I'm like, but I want to see it from Gollum's side, but I don't want to pay that. So maybe if I can get it on sale quick. I think it's going to be one of those games that goes on sale like within the first month. Um, but other than that, I just wait and pick stuff up in the sale, or I, if I see some that's. Like I'll be in a game shop and I'm like, oh, that's a bargain. I'll pick it up, even if I desperately need it. I did that with Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I've been quite enjoying that. That's quite a fun game. You know, the problem a lot of these developers are running into is we have a lot of choice now. And these these consoles, both the PS5 and the Xbox Series consoles, are backwards compatible. So if one of these if one of these systems like you got Forspoken or you got Redfall, if it drops and it doesn't immediately impress people, people will just be like, I'll just go back and play something that I loved last generation. So it's kind of up the stakes having backwards compatible as part of these consoles for a lot of these studios because it's like, you know, like with Cyberpunk, a lot of people played it. And if you weren't impressed, you just walked away. And that tremendously hurt the studio. So a lot of these studios got to get it right. Because we have, so, like you said, you got hundreds of games that you have to play. Um, and, you know, you have all these games from last generation. Hell, with yeah. Xbox, you know, it could be from the Xbox 360 generation that you've just never played, but it's a great game. You're like, why am I going to waste time with this when I just go tackle some on my backlog? Yeah, you know? that's exactly, that exactly actually got it. Two, yeah, we've actually got too many games. That's the thing. You know, yeah. in the last few weeks, you know, the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster came out. Now, I would love to go through all those. I'd love to play Final Fantasy VI at the moment, but I just can't. There's not enough hours in the day. And, like, even, like, I look at next month, Diablo Four is coming out a couple of weeks before Final Fantasy XVI. When, when am I getting enough time to put in serious shift into Diablo Four? 
before yeah. Final Fantasy 16. And then straight after that, you just got game after game after. And it's just, there's so much choice that people can be choosy and people can wait. And then people can go, well, do you know what? I'm going to pick it up secondhand or pick it up in the sale. And it's just this kind of snowball effect. But what I would say is at least gamer numbers are growing at least. So I suppose yeah. that kind of counteracts it. But um, I got sent the uh, the Pixel remaster. And then like two, three days later, they, they released Live Alive a remaster as well, Square Enix, which is another JRPG. Yep. And I'm like, yep. how the fuck am I supposed to play six Final Fantasy games and another fucking JRPG in like yeah, one week? Like, it didn't make sense. And also, oh, yeah. why is everyone t- playing Final Fantasy VI? Is it the best one? I've never played one to six, so I started with, I streamed one a bit uh, when I got it and I was going to go through them in order, but everyone on social media seems to be talking about six. Nah, yeah, out of, the, out, of the, out of the first six, it's universally the best. And universally accepted out of the first six. I don't think it's the best. I, I think seven isn't ten. But six out of those early ones, absolutely. They're just classics. If you if you grew up playing those, playing them again, you know, something else. But I would have a hard time playing those now if you never played them before. I, I don't know how well they would age. They've aged like milk in a warm cupboard. <laughs> and, do you know what? They look uh... fantastic and the music is great. But what, Final Fantasy 1, it's super limited. It's very repetitive. Like, it's simple. Like, it doesn't have all the tropes that the series ended up getting. And which is a shame. But I'm definitely, I love playing retro and playing retro I haven't played. Um, but. I'd, I'd, I say that though, I'd rather play them than Final Fantasy VII because Final Fantasy yeah. VII's overrated. Just saying, just saying, put it out there. Whoa, 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 Final Fantasy yeah. 7. It's just... I'd be shocked if 9 doesn't get remade at some point. Oh, I think they're going to remake them all. It's like like Resident Evil. We're going to we're going to get Final Fantasy 16 and we'll get we've got a couple of years more of Final Fantasy 7 remakes. Then they'll do Final Fantasy 9, then they'll probably do 8 and then by then they could do 10 and then we'll probably have a Kingdom Hearts remake. But the remake train is a flowing. Yeah, speaking Easy. of not enough time to play all these games like all these remakes coming out. Not only do you have to worry about playing the new games, but now you got to go back play the old games too. That's it. It just never stops. But I tell you who isn't. Amazing segue. Uh, playing Final Fantasy 16. Saudi Arabia isn't playing Final Fantasy 16, so they don't have to worry about that um, because um, the Saudi Arabian Public Authority for Media has taken to Twitter to announce that Final Fantasy 16 will not be released in Saudi Arabia um, due to the publisher's unwillingness to make necessary modifications. So that probably means there's too much flesh on the female characters or something like that. So, <laughs> or gay characters, maybe. Oh, and yeah, no. there'll be gays, transsexual characters, could be possible alcohol references. It could oh, be anything. No. Oh, oh my God. Reference. 
Jesus. Yeah. It's my, uh, my my family lived in Saudi Arabia for 10 years, and, and all I'll say is, you know, the Saudi Wealth Fund is investing heavily in the world of gaming, including Nintendo. Be careful what you wish for, people, with these investments. Um, yeah. Banning that does not surprise me. This is, um, yeah, watch the space the next 10, 15 years when some questionable countries start investing in our in our games because yeah, yeah we've seen, seen it in everyone, movies already everyone's moaned about microsoft buying activision and stuff no one cared when and, and like the whole there was the furo over jk rowling's and rightly so jk rowling's comments but no one batted an eyelid when saudi arabia up their stake in nintendo like no one cared it's like saudis have done some shit like yeah but you you have to and shit <laughs> They, they're not going to want to lose all their money. They're going to look at what see what works in some of these markets, and yeah, in their own country, they may, um, you know, say, "Hey, this can't be in the game, or that can't be in the game." But the the video game market is more volatile than the stock market. I mean, it's crazy. You can have someone invest five hundred million dollars into a studio and lose all of that with the release of one game. You know, so it's extremely, it's extremely fickle. You really got to be careful with it. And I feel like these guys, um, these Saudis that are investing, um, they're savvy businessmen, and they know that you, if they, they know that their standards aren't the standards for the rest of the world. So if they produce a game with their standards but try to sell it to the rest of the world, it's gonna, it's gonna crash. You know, like a plane that just got shot oh, down. I, I doubt that's it gonna happen. It's more yeah. the fact that they like. People, there's this furor online of you, you cancelling people and stuff. And, and rightly yeah. so, for some people, that like shit needs to be done. But there's silence when it comes to Saudi Arabia buying like up things. They don't so, want to be bought and fired. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's more of the censoring. I don't understand that. Like, when did countries start investing in these companies that have nothing to do with? that country it's just so weird to me so just they've got that much money they need to make more weird. money so they're now like <laughs> well is it is it the saudi buy. government or is it a conglomerate of, Sa- of saudi, saudi government it's the saudi, saudi government, government. that's it's interesting so weird. It's well yeah, china was doing the same thing though weren't they also china. weird like i don't understand that like China does it inadvertently through Tencent, obviously, because it's, it's, it's partly state-owned, which obviously is another one as well we, we need to be careful of. Um, yeah. Not in any kind of political way, but I just I just don't want it, For me, I just don't want to see censoring. We've already seen it in movies. We all, we all know the rumours about Star Wars, about Finn's character, about censoring in China. That's what I don't want to see. Yeah. And my yeah. worry is, is that it's not about it's not about Sentinel. You mentioned about all oh, about their views in the game. It's not that. It's about picking and choosing. Okay, well, we don't want to have a black male protagonist because we don't agree with that over here. Or that character yeah. can't be gay because that goes against. So they can still make the same game, but they don't want they want to sort of what's the word censor those areas. That's a bit I don't like because you're losing yeah. that that freedom of expression that developers want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and developers are going to have to they're going to have to decide whether they want to work for a studio that's owned by people that are going to censor like that. I mean, it's yeah. not not every gaming studio is going to be owned by these guys, at least not yet. But no, um, a lot of the time doing a lot of work anyway. Well, well and you you, you, do. you look at Amy Amy Hennig, you know, she uh, she went from Naughty Dog. Um, of course rumors there were behind the scenes clashes between her and Neil Druckmann regarding what the vision was they wanted for Uncharted. Um, 
you know, the vision that she had, they eventually scrapped. She went to Electronic Arts. Everyone was like, yes, she's making a Star Wars game. And Andrew Wilson, being the fuckhead that he is, um, you know, came in, looked at it for two minutes and said, no, I'm good. I'm not even interested. And she left and she became... You know, she she opened her own gaming studio, and you're seeing a lot of talented people. You look at uh, Dan Hauser from Rockstar Games. You know, ev- everything went to shit at Rockstar Games, and he leaves and opens his own gaming studio. I think a lot of the quality games you're going to see in the future may not come from big publishers, but it ca- may come from independent gaming studios, just because they have that freedom. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, and and they're and they're all getting well financially backed as well. And that's the, the yeah. thing. They're not. They're, these guys aren't making games for five million dollars. That they're making them for two hundred and fifty in some cases. Yeah. You know, whatever. But you're right. The, the one thing at the moment is that everyone complains about is that there's a there's a lack of developers and good experienced ones. And you're right. Is that if they don't want to work for that company, they'll get handed and need enough a blank check from anyone else. You telling yeah. me that someone who's worked for fifteen years in the industry can't get a job for Bungie or for Insomnia? or for you know anybody bethesda game work it's of course they can't you know experience yeah. at the moment because again there's so many there's so many games needing to be made to keep these consoles and keep these subscription services going that yeah devs are in hot demand and they're getting paid a lot of money yeah a lot a lot of money <laughs> Well, yeah, because I think it's, I think it's is it the is it state of California guys where you have to disclose salaries for for open jobs? Is, it, is that the state? I'm think I'm, I might be wrong there, but either way, whatever state it was, they were advertising for various developers, and the salaries were all between 130 and 180000 dollars. So, it's, yeah. you know, it, they're they are well paid now. They're in hot demand. Well, yeah, but you got to understand, a place like California, um, their cost of living is insane, especially in places like <laughs> yeah. L.A. You know, yeah, Yeah, you know, and it's like, um, you know, like whenever you travel with the army and I use this because it's relevant, um, they they give you what's called a um, they give you a it's a uh, basic allowance for housing. So you can kind of see how much different cities are. And for a place like, um, you know, you got a place like Marietta, Georgia, way out on the East Coast, um, the cost of living between there and California is two to three times as much. Which yeah, is insane, absolutely. you know. So if you're making forty thousand dollars a year in Marietta, Georgia, you're living nice. But if you move out to California and you're making one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, you might be living okay. But I mean, it fluctuates so much. Gas prices could go through the roof. So California is extremely crazy as far as the prices go. I got a cousin who lives out in San Diego, and he said um, the cost from him living there versus when he lived in Houston was two to three times as much and it takes both him and his wife working whereas in houston he could work his wife could stay at home with their kids and it was no issue so you know that makes it hard for a lot of these developers yeah yeah it's it is and it's just it's just it's it's because there's it's like there's so much there's so much i guess there's so much fluctuation in so many different things out in California, even up in even up in Washington State, because you got Xbox and a whole bunch of other companies based up there. Um, I mean, these these developers could be making, you know, six figures, and anywhere else in the country, they're living great. But out in where it costs you like three thousand dollars to have a decent apartment, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for them, you know. It's true. Can't confirm it. Yeah, so anytime I hear about um, developers getting laid off, especially in studios that are out on the West Coast, I'm like, oh, because that, that's going to hit them a lot harder, you know, than anywhere else. But if they want to go 
and be independent developers. Um, it, it's like a double-edged sword, you know, to, to be, you got to be rubbing elbows with people that are important in the gaming industry. So that's all on the West Coast. But a lot of the cost of living is going to necessitate you to move two or three hours away where you can actually afford to live and work independently and not be tied to a big studio or a publisher. So. Yeah. Well, what's nice now is, uh, like, I'm able to work from home. So, I mean, technically, I can live wherever I want and still make the same as I'm making now in California. So it's almost like kind of a hack, like work in California, but live somewhere else, you know? Right, right. That's nice. It Yeah, and, you know, it's like the lockdown saw a lot of people um, getting to work from home, you know, whereas before um, it was a lot harder to find jobs like that. Yeah, you, you know. just have to drive an hour and a half one yeah. way to work, you know, every day. So, Jesus, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's definitely nice being able to just get myself done from home and not have to drive. Yeah, very nice. Right, what else has BMG been sharing with us? I, I know, I, I see it. He's in the chat rapid firing. <laughs> <laughs> if you are enjoying the show, guys, hit that like button. Um, Hit subscribe. Like I say, we are uh, slowly growing. Um, so, big thank you to everyone who subscribes. Check out the website, www.xpnetwork.com for sort of daily reviews and news and stuff. Um, I've not been updating it as much as I really want to, uh, but work's been kicking my ass this last couple of weeks. But soon there'll be a lot more content coming to the website. And also, you can become a channel member by clicking join, um, and it's 99p a month. You get access to a ton of members-only um, videos, as well as sort of we'll put out questions and stuff like that, asking you for ideas for future videos and stuff like that. And, yeah, it, it, there's some weird and wonderful sort of videos there, and I put one up the other day um, watching the East Asia Soft um, showcase, which was a fun sort of... 13 minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, big shout out to everyone in chat quickly. Daz for his terrible Saturn takes. Uh, May Suko, Thimbo, we've got BMG, Nelson Gaming, Pixel Slapper. Uh, have I missed anyone else? There, everyone who's chatting at the moment. I've got to have a right scroll up. Oh, and everyone else I've missed. I apologize if I've missed someone. Um, but yeah, big thank you to everyone in chat so far. Um, let's have a look what else we've got. Uh, warning to all PS5 owners, if you haven't grabbed the free PS Plus collection games yet, you have only got till May the 9th. Now, the PS Plus collection offers, I believe, 19 sort of classic PS4 games, and you get them as long as you signed up to a tier of PS Plus, any tier. Now, you redeem them, and they're then on your account forever as long as you are subscribed to PS Plus. Now, there's a massive list of games here. Some really good ones as well. You've got, like, Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, Bloodborne, Call of Duty, Black Ops 3, Crash Bandicoot, Insane Trilogy, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, God of War... Infamous Second Son, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat 10, Ratchet and Clank, Resident Evil 7, Last Guardian, uh, The Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4, 
and Until Dawn. Now, The Last of Us Remastered is the original Last of Us Remastered, not the remastered remaster. Um, but yeah. <laughs> still, go on, and all you have to do is add to your account. You don't have to download them and install them at this moment in time, but you've got to add them to your collection. Such before. great games. Yeah, there's some fantastic, some of the best PS4 games released on there. So, like, God of War, you've got your Last of Us, Uncharted 4, um, get them added to your account because after may the 9th they are gone and uh, they ain't coming back so <laughs> oh my god the chat's just going saturn members only does no no so i'll do i'll do, i'll try and if i can get a saturn emulator working i'll do some saturn content for you does i'll be like god this place like shit. god i wish i was playing on a playstation one that sort of stuff you'd love it Timber, nearly four months member. Thank you very much, mate. Nearly there. Um, we've also changed the um, members' badges. They were previously just like the little YouTube star things, but we've now put them into the little logo, so I hope you guys like them. Um, we're only like one or two members away. I think it might only be one member away now. Um, and once we hit that, I think we've got to have like one or two more and then it'll start showing them off like spotlighted members on the main channel page so when you come on YouTube it'll be like spotlighted members I think that's a really cool little thing YouTube does so um, slowly but surely um, we're going to hit that and then it'll thank you guys even more right what else has he sent us we've done Twisted Metal uh, PSVR 2 will soon be in stock at local retailers so obviously it's previously been sort of online on PlayStation Store only. You had to sort of sign up originally, and then obviously it's now available. It's priced, the PSVR headset priced at $549.99, €599.99, and £529.99. And um, yeah, it's, it's coming to local retailers. According to Very, which is a, 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 like a, a, a shop in the UK, it's saying May the 12th for the UK. Maybe different across the country, but uh, May the 12th on Very. Um, you can't pre-order them or anything yet, but there are actual PSVR 2 games on there you, you can pick up. Um, have any of you guys played PSVR 2 yet or own one? No. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Uh, the only thing is like, not enough games for it man like all this cool technology in this headset and nowhere to go it's like having a ferrari and just only be able to take it in your driveway yeah what is it like because i wear glasses what Same. is is the space for glasses because like the psvr1 yeah. was a it was okay for glasses but it wasn't great no i'd say it's a little bit better than the PSVR one, but definitely better than the Oculus as far as space goes. Right. Oh, nice. And and what's nice too is even though I have glasses, like um, the eye tracking and stuff works perfect. Nice. I was kind of worried about that, you know. But uh, I, yeah, it's cool. I think we I think we talked about that several months ago. Um, we actually brought that up on one of our shows, Matt, about. Um, how they had, how Sony had invested um, a lot of research and development into the PSVR 2 because a big complaint was people who wore glasses with the original PSVR for PS4, and they wanted to avoid that. So Sony invested a lot of money into trying to fix that issue, and it's great to hear that it actually worked. 
what's even better is on the PlayStation VR one, my glasses would always fog up when I had the yes. headset. Yeah. Not the case anymore. I don't know how they did it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's great to be able to like see clearly without having your glasses fog up. It's the worst. Money think, well yeah, spent. Yeah, good job, Tony. Yeah, they, I think they actually built in like was it not like I think there's literal vents, little fans inside right. it, isn't it? For for that exact reason, I, I saw something about that, which is quite interesting. This, this makes me more wanting to buy one now because like I, I had a PSVR one. I quite like some of the games on it. There were some of them were a bit uh, limited, but they were fun. But yeah, if it was if you got slightly warm, which you would do when you're like moving around and stuff. You, d- you just ended up having to wipe your glasses like every two minutes. You just couldn't see. Yeah, so, my only complaint with the PSVR 2 right now is that you pretty much have to play it with the lights on, which I don't know. I don't like tar- having to turn on my lights every time I want to play it. I already have to strap the headset on my head, you know, like get everything all set up, which luckily now it's just one cable. You plug in the front of your PlayStation and you're good. But having to have the lights all on, like, disturb the whole house, it's kind of, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely pick it you know, it's, I, um, I, I think PlayStation could have done a lot better with this had they just had it in stores to begin with, you know. A lot of people said the same. Um, that was That was a common complaint that it was only available on, on PlayStation Direct. So that there is speculation that this world this worldwide this 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 wide um availability will certainly help what has apparently been lackluster sales depending on on on, on your perception of things. So it'll be interesting to see because there was very little mention of VR2 on the uh, on, on the Sony sales figures. You know, granted I know it's only been available for a quarter, but very little mention about it. So again Bit like our, our our game sales chat, twelve months time could be very very interesting to see where that's suddenly lying in uh, in Sony's financials. I, I think. Wonder, I wonder if it was a production issue, like they did that because they were ramping up production and they didn't want another PS Five situation with bots just buying up all the stock. Well, I I, I, yeah. I don't know. I I I'm a bit more skeptical than you. I'm skeptical that when it's been bought from PlayStation Direct, it's a hundred percent profit. You sell that through Amazon, it's seventy percent plus yeah. shipping. Oh yeah, I'm sure, you're right. I'm sure you're right. It's I I think it's they knew that it wasn't going to be a massive seller. So I think the people who bought it, like I, I had it pre-ordered and I cancelled it just because I've not got enough time to play it. I really don't. You know, I struggle to get enough hours. You know, I'm lucky to play 30 hours a week, you know. So um, I think they went, the people who are going to buy this are going to be the hardcore VR, the hardcore gamers are going to buy this. And they're going to buy it, whether it's in Amazon or whether it's in Asda or whether it's from us directly. So we might as well sell it ourselves and get 100% profit. And then they'll filter it out to the people who... Maybe didn't want it to launch. Maybe you know, getting away, slightly away from a cost of living crisis, and they just went. Well, now we can. We'll start catching those less hardcore ones. People that will see it on the shelves and go, a bit more impulsive purchase, isn't it? Um, so yeah, that's that's my skeptical view, knowing how Sony tax works, which we all we all love and like to pay. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> I'm definitely interested, though, hearing all that about the. Um the glasses and stuff it makes me it does make me more interested 
Yeah, I mean, a, f- a few of our members have got it. Obviously, Craig that that, that that owns Pure Dead Gaming, obviously that I'm part of. You know, they, they've they've got it, and everyone who has it, you know, they're, they're all they're, they're all very appreciative of it and very complimentary of it. I think there is an issue with major games, Matt. You know, you said you know there's there's not a lot of games. Obviously, people can say, oh, but there's thirty games available. Yeah, but there's only a few kind of dedicated PlayStation VR two games, and there's a lot. Like, I'm sorry, like. Again, like I mentioned, we don't have enough. You know, I would love to be able to game all day and not work, but there's not there's not a hope in hell that I'm sitting when I could be playing at the moment Jedi Survivor. Go, do you know what? Actually, I want to play Beat Saber all night. There's not a world that exists. I'm sorry, it's just not. Beat so, Saber's fun though. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not sacrificing. It's, yeah, yeah, true, true. We'll let you off. People, we'll let you off. Yeah, if you had people around for a few drinks, maybe having a barbecue, or whatever, and you have a few drinks, right? Get Beat Saber on the go, and we'll all fall over and. You know, crack our skulls. You know, I, but, I, I always don't see VR as a social thing, though, unless because, like, you set it up for yourself, you put it on, and then someone else, and then they get their sweaty head on it and they change things. And you're like, oh, no, get off my 500 <laughs> quid headset, you shithead. <laughs> I think the price obviously put people off as well. The fact that it's more, I, it, I'm not saying it's expensive for what you get, it's a very good headset for the price, but. When you go like, I've got a console for five hundred, but for more than five hundred, I can now get an add-on for it. A, yeah, the general consumer will probably go, oof, maybe not. Yeah, I, I think the um, you know the, the the future of of PlayStation, future of Sony, they've they've looked at what Apple do. And Apple is all about this this community of products all work together. Like, I don't know anybody that's got an iPhone that doesn't have an Apple Watch. As in, if they've got a smartwatch, they've got an Apple Watch. If they've got any kind of, you know, earphones, whatever, they've got AirPods. And that's the way the Apple situations always work. If they've got a, if they've got a tablet, chances are they buy an iPad. Sony clearly wants to dip into that because if you look at all the peripherals coming, especially those those you know in zone heads phones or headsets as well, um, obviously there's the new potential this this sort of what's it Project Q it's called this this handheld cloud device, they're very much going down this route of locking you in to their ecosystem all these peripheral devices because then you can't get out because once you're deep in you're in if you've got an iphone if you've got an ipad and an apple watch and you've got airpods you're not switching to samsung you're not getting rid of all of that to go to samsung and i think you know like they've they've looked at that you know someone mentioned about the jim ryan being the businessman he very much is and he's looked at that apple formula and going we want that in playstation yeah makes sense Can't can't complain about that. Um, oh, what else is there? I think that's all the major news we've covered pretty much. It's just crap that BMG keeps throwing at us. So that means it's time for 20 questions. It does. Have you got a game, though? That's the question. Yes. That's all right. So we're, thank you to um, everyone who's tuned in so far. Um, what we do at the end of each of these shows is we try and like line it up a little bit especially when there's all boring news articles and we're talking about blooming acquisitions every blooming week. And it's just, we need something to pick us up. So we play a video game at 20 questions. Uh, Normally the host BMG would uh, pick a game and it's up to the rest of the panel to guess what that game is. Now this game, um, we can only ask questions. We get 20 questions to ask. And they can only be answered yes or no. And the final question has to be 
guessing which game it is. Uh, if you guess wrong, you lose. You've got to make sure you 100% know uh, which game it is before you do your guess. Um, we ask, or we've tried to make it so these games aren't like sort of hidden indie games that only like 15 people have played. We try and make them sort of slightly well-known that everyone in the panel has probably heard of in one sense or another. And yeah, so... Sentinel today has picked the game, so I'm going to leave it up to him to get it started, mate. All right, I'm just reading up on it, making sure I have the details correct. I have it in front of me, but I want to make sure that, um, you know, so that if you're asking me questions about this, that I can pretty much answer them without having to go back to the document each time. So, um, obviously, the way this works is it's yes or no, yes or no uh, questions. So you'd say is this game an exclusive yes or no um was this game released uh after the playstation 3 era yes or no stuff like that um you want to refrain from asking questions did it release in 1996 or some something that really narrows it down unless you already have an idea of which system it's on what type of genre it is you guys get the idea right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. um We'll pretty much take turns. I mean, you guys can, you know, go in whatever order you want. Also, if you guys want to work it out, um, that's what our private chat is for on this StreamYard. Um, you guys can basically converse among, among each other. Um, that way you can get on the same page. And if you guys are leaning a certain way and you're like, I think I know what it, what it is, you can talk amongst each other to try to narrow it down. So, cool. I mean, that's pretty much it. You guys it's can go whenever you're ready. Button. The one twenty games that were worth listing on the Saturn does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody knows the games that were on the Saturn. You know what I want to do? I'm going to do a tier list. One of the next, I'm going to put it on my list for one of the next members videos. I'm going to do a tier list of all the, the Saturn exclusive. It's going to be like a ten second long video because it's like just one. <laughs> it was like Daytona and Doom and a few others. Yep. Yeah, there's that. There was that uh, space uh, fireman game that was quite good. I, I enjoyed that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll let you guys uh, go first because, um, and let's not lose because we know every single one has been guessed so far. We've not had one loss, so let's oh, not man, break. No pressure. The, no pressure, but let's not let's not <laughs> let's not screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll go first. Is the game part of a franchise that's still ongoing? Yes. That was a delayed reaction there. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yes. Does, does this game have a movie or TV adaptation? For this particular game, no. Not that I'm aware of, no. All right. Like, what we mean is, like, does the series of gay... Can we say it's part of a franchise? Yeah. So Yeah, no, an ongoing it, franchise. Does though. the franchise have... We mean, does the franchise have a TV show? Uh, yeah. Give me a second. Let me see. I, I want to make sure before I say yes or no. Because that, that's that's what we were asking. Not does this one specific game have a TV <laughs> yeah? Does part two? 
Because the Last of Us Part <laughs> right. Two have a TV show yet. Well, no. <laughs> this this no, franchise this franchise does have a tie-in with another form of media. Yes. Oh, that's narrowed it down a lot. Uh, probably quicker than you expected. So no. Oh, no, I mean that's a good question. That's a good question. It is. It is. I'm gonna. <laughs> it's not one BMG would ask, but it's a good question. <laughs> I've got um, right. That narrows it down. I'm, I'm trying to think now. <laughs> was it an exclusive to one? Like, was it a, like a console exclusive? Yes. Right. Okay. Is the is the game? Is it about? humans as in it's not spacey it's about humans and earth no oh interesting let's write some of these down i can't really remember <clears throat> not humans and uh is is the main character male yes Is the game a first-person shooter? No. No. Let's do that out of the way, then. What is that sixth question so far? I don't know. I've got not human worth, media property, male character, not FPS. I forgot does, what does Naughty Dog produce the games? Does, does Naughty Dog produce it or develop it? Develop it, then. Yes. No. A simple no there would have sufficed. <laughs> well, I, you know, because be, because I don't, I don't like it's a game show. Well, because yeah. like if, if, yeah, if if a game is put out by one pub by one company or another, the development studio isn't going to publish it. So, <clears throat> just clarifying. Uh, does this game spawn uh, span multiple console generations? Yes. Did this game start before the PlayStation Three? Let me clarify before I answer that. <laughs> He's off to Wikipedia. Yeah, I have to. I mean, you know. I've no idea what you guys are thinking, so if you could put it in the private I'm, chat. I'm, I'm thinking nothing. I'm just trying to think yeah, of good no questions. Uh, yes, it did start before the PlayStation 3. God, I'm getting harder. It's not about humans and Earth. No, it, yeah, it's not about humans in space. Um, yeah. It's got a media property. It's got a male character. It's not an FPS. It's not by Naughty Dog. Spans multiple. I mean, you don't even know which system it's an exclusive for, to be honest, or which brand. That's a free one. Oh, I I assumed it was PlayStation because it was the you know PSN. Oh no, we we like to oh. Throw in. oh shit! I just assumed <laughs> you got bamboozled. I got totally bamboozled there. <laughs> Probably should have said that at the beginning. Said it all. Right. Well, you know, it's it's open. It's open. It could it could have been a multi-platform game. Who knows? 
Well, you know, it's not a bully platform. We say we're console exclusive. Yeah, it is. But I'm saying I could have picked one and, you know. All right. At um, least it's not Bioshock 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or is it? No, no, it's not. <laughs> Skip me. I have no idea. We we always we always give BMG shit because he picked. I think Bioshock was one of the first ones we had, and it was super confusing how he was answering the questions. He said it, he said it, he said it was an exclusive, and we were like, oh, so we're thinking all these other games, and I guess it was exclusive for like twenty minutes or something. Who knows? <laughs> so it was like, oh my god, we almost got it wrong. Hmm. <laughs> I won't do that though. Don't lie. Don't lie. I'll give you another free one. It sold over a million units. So it is well known. Well, it's not to like the billions of people that may not have bought it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, really. gen- generally speaking, people don't buy tons of, uh, you know, console exclusives. They buy third parties most of the time. So. When you said it was a media property, I think it's going to be a film and not a TV show, but I, I might be wrong. I mean, you can narrow it down if you want. I was almost thinking, like, comic book or something random because of how he answered the question. Yeah. MG and his dodgy word in. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, chat. You're being useless tonight. Get in there with some good ideas. What's happening? Chat, please. Yeah. Right. Just think. I mean, uh, when when it comes to things like this, you can narrow it down by uh, time frame. You can narrow it down by which console it was. I mean, does well, you said it was Fran- multiple consoles? You said it spanned multiple yeah. consoles. Yes, but this particular game that I'm thinking of, that's what the that's what it's about. Not the franchise. Yeah, but the franchise will help, you'd think. So, does the franchise have four or fewer games? So, i.e. under five, huh? Um, no. So, it's got more than five, or five or more. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Good question. That narrows it down. That shouldn't, yeah, you'd think that would help narrow it down. More than five games and an exclusive? Wow. Okay, uh, is this game on uh, Nintendo, on Nintendo platforms? No. Okay, so it's probably Xbox One. So what's it on Xbox, are we saying? No, not necessarily. I mean, it's... Oh... Is the is the franchise still going to? That was. Be I think that was your first question. Oh, yes, was so, first yes, one. it was. <laughs> and it, it, yeah, so it is. And it is. Yes, and it is it, still going. Yeah. The franchise. And it's not a first-person shooter. No. It's exclusive. And it's not on Nintendo. I could have thrown a curveball. 
with Nintendo because they make all kinds of crazy shit, but I didn't. We don't got many guesses left, though. Questions left. Oh, man. Franchise with more than five games, but it's an exclusive franchise with more than five games. So narrow it down. And it's set in space. That makes me think Halo. But it's not first person shooter. Yeah, then it's not Halo. I, I was kind of think, I was, <laughs> I was, I was thinking. thinking I was thinking Gears of War more than anything. Um Yeah. How many Gears the, there's a lot, there's like six, but where's the media tie in? It's getting a TV, it's getting a film in it on Netflix. I think there was a Gears of War something. Comic book. Yeah. It's a comic book series. Books and comics. Is it a third person game? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Have I just said it? <laughs> um like you might be right. I can't think what's on PlayStation though that could have more than five entries. That's set in a space environment. Yeah. yeah. When I say it's set in a space environment, I mean it doesn't happen on Earth, it happens on out outside of Earth. Yeah. But it's before you said it was before the PS3 gen as well, wasn't didn't you? No, it started before the PS3 generation. Yeah. The franchise started before the PS3 generation. Yeah, so it can't be Gears because it's out. I'll give you another one. Another free one. You can play oh. this on a modern console. Um, did the recent game have multiple protagonists? It had more than one, yes. I've, I I've, think I've got it. Well, I'm I'm thinking it's Ratchet and Clank. I'm just typing that Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> Which one though? Oh, you give it away now. <laughs> I mean, there, there's more than one. I mean, I'm just asking. Yeah, there's a lot of Ratchet and Clanks. Yeah. Yeah. But it had a film, didn't it, Ratchet and Clank? Yeah. Which was shit, but. You don't even know if it's a PlayStation exclusive, though. All right, we ain't got we ain't, we ain't got the fucking time for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think we've got questions for this shit. What we on? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I think we've asked. You still got room. Do you want to ask if it's a PlayStation franchise? Whose turn is it, mine? Can do. Is it a PlayStation franchise? Yes. Fucking wasting my question. (laughs) (laughs) And I just got to guess which of the 600 Ratchet and Clank games it was. Wait, wait. It better not be a PSP Ratchet and Clank. You could narrow it down by console. Did he say that the game he's thinking of came out before PS2? No, the franchise. The franchise started before then. All right, so let's narrow it Did it come out on PS4? No. It's not that one. (laughs) 
<laughs> Did it come out on PS2? No. <laughs> I don't want to do it. So it can only really be three games. Three or five, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there were so many on PlayStation 3. There were two or three on PlayStation 3, was there not, I think. Um, there was two, and then one on the new. Yeah. Is yeah. it Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart? No, yes. I can't ask, because if you get it wrong... Wait, yes. It is. Oh, it is. Yay! Yay! Yay. See, Yay. I picked I picked an easy one. It's even a PS5 game. There you go. Yeah. Oh, Ten points to Gryffindor. See, the streak continues. We've managed it. Oh, man. Amazing. I've got to think of a game for tomorrow now, which will be fun. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was like, oh, it's it's difficult because there's like 20 games in the franchise, and I was like, oh. So I picked the last one, obviously, the simplest. That was a lot easier than BMG picking Donkey Kong on our Oh, game. yeah. That was difficult. I didn't think we were going to get that. We're all guessing console. I think we should have a thing where it's got to be a console game. Yes. Because like, otherwise you're wasting questions. Just like, is it an arcade game? No. All right. Is it on PC? Yeah, no mobile or PC games. But there you go. You guys got it. Good job. Very good work. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh, thanks to chat. That's because of Kaz. I know. Kaz has been crushed by a Saturn, so he couldn't help, basically. <laughs> right? Yeah. One, one of these days, we'll have to pick a Saturn game, just, you know, because Daz is always talking about it. I'll actually have to look up which games are on the Saturn, because I have no idea. Oh, I've got I've got a, a handful. I can send you some for maybe if I'm never on or something. Actually, but, I won't be on at the end of the month. I'm, I'm on holiday, so maybe I'll give you a couple at the end of the month. Nice. That's when our streak will end, probably. That's probably it, yeah. When, yep, when I, yep. when it'll, it'll be like you and BMG just randomly sort of shouting out random, like, did it come out on August the 15th, 1996? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> is, is it, it was my favourite game on the ZX Spectrum. <laughs> oh. <That's it. laughs> Which is it? Right. <laughs> Uh-huh. Still don't beat Fabio. Is it? Is it third person? Yes. Is it a fighting game? No. It's third person game. We've just, we've just. Is it a third person racing game? No. No. It's a third person game. Yeah, but can you yeah. go third person? You can go third person racing game. Yeah, but would say it were a racing game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, thank you to everyone in chat for joining along. Thank you. You weren't playing on it, Daz. You were crushed by it. Blowing the <laughs> dust off the top. It's, that's what it's good for. Trying to get it to work and not break. Um, but yeah. yeah, thanks to Sentinel for joining us as a, a panellist. And big thanks to our two guests. Um, do you want to tell everyone where you're from? Do you want to start first on it? Yeah, so um, there's a there's a, a, a podcast similar to yours called Pure Dead Gaming. We're based here in Scotland, and um, yeah, I I, I I perform for those for those monkeys as well. So, um, which is always great fun. And so, if you like what I talk about, check us out on there. Every every Thursday, the weekly one goes live, and we do we do a monthly what we call a recap episode where we recap the top five points of the month, which is very very popular, and people like to tune into that. So. Yeah, gave us a gave us a spin. Nice. What about you, Matthew? Uh, yeah. So let's pet pets. Um, if you guys like idle games or you like petting pets, go check it out it's on Steam Early Access. Um, it's only four ninety nine. 
So, get it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, can, yeah. I can confirm it is a fun game. And, like, if you want to see footage of it, you want to see what it's like, you can look on our channel. I've done two, like, two-hour streams, hour-and-a-half streams of it. Um, really, really fun. Um, yes, takes, takes up way too much of my time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. God <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> I will get all the... It's like Pokemon crack trying to get them all. It's like... Right? It's like, Buy more eggs. Buy more eggs. I need more yeah. eggs. <laughs> oh, oh, good times. But yeah, thank you very much, everyone, uh, for watching. Um, thanks to everyone in chat. If you are listening to this on podcasting providers later on, big thanks for listening along um, there. You can, like I say, check out our website, www.xpnnetwork.com. I post up the reviews and loads of like news articles and stuff on there. You can uh, find us on Twitter. There's at SSG Sentinel and at Ima underscore Ghostbuster with a zero instead of an O. And you can find us on the XPN Network at XPN Network. And uh, we do giveaways pretty much. We've got one running basically all the time. When one ends, I'll post another one up. Um, we chat a lot of rubbish you can join our discord there's links in the description i believe um so you can join the chat there yeah and that's about it really oh and also and um, there's a link in the description we're currently through may fundraising and raising money for uh, safe in our world which is a mental health charity and um, as part of being ambassadors for outright games we're doing um, some sort of streams all the way through may for that you can find the link in the description below. Uh, we're already over 100 quid, which is fantastic. So if we can give to it, please feel free to. It goes to a good cause. Obviously, not forcing you guys to because like times are tough everywhere. I know that. You guys know it. Um, but just being here, watching, means the world to us. Um, if you can become members, fantastic. And we'll be putting another members video out on... Saturday, I've literally been looking at some tier list for Sega Saturn stuff just to wind Daz up. So I'm probably going to do one of them this week now just because it'll be funny. So uh, yeah, keep your eyes for that. We've got the XBL Party podcast tomorrow. Join myself, Sentinel. Fabio is joining us, I believe. BMG might be joining us um, if he's available. And who else are the, the guests, Sentinel? Because you've them. <laughs> uh, we ha we have uh, Uso, Vinny, and Fabio. They should be uh, popping in tomorrow. So there you go. So we'll be talking probably about Redfall because that seems to be um, the topic on everyone's lips. And yes, it'll be a dumpster fire tomorrow. So definitely check it out. I, I stand on the hill that Redfall's not that bad. It's it's not the game we want. No, I, I just mean it'll be a dumpster fire. Someone's going to break a bottle. Someone will end up missing their shirt by the end of the podcast. So who That's knows? True. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. But other than that, we'll leave you to it, guys. Thank you very much. And um, we'll see you soon for another episode. Take care, Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Cheers. Yes. The Saturn